Good morning, everybody. Welcome in. It is 8 a.m. my time, 10 a.m. Eastern time. And uh, my name's Matt. If you don't already know me, I am uh, the CMO here at Legendary. <clears throat> Dave and his wife took off for the week on a little uh, vacay together. So I'm hosting most of the week. He'll be back on Friday to host. And um, if you don't already know about it, I just got, you might have heard that come through my mic, but. Uh, we send out a text message every single morning when we go live. Uh, you can't see it, but I just got my text message. And it basically just gives you a little heads up on what's coming and what we're going to cover on the show, who our guest is. And then we even have a little link. You can just tap it and come right into the Facebook Live with us. Uh, so I highly recommend you get signed up for those. Um, if you're watching this as a replay, you can actually just hit pause on the video right now. And you can see it says text the letters W-U-L to 813-296-8553. Uh, that'll get you on our text message list to get a reminder every time we go live. Uh, I can't guarantee forever, but at, as of right now, we don't do any selling through that text message uh uh, route, so you don't have to worry about us uh, getting on some list where we're going to try to send you a million offers a day and spam your uh, messages. Uh, we just send out a text every single morning, 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, hey, join us live, and uh, it's a nice way to start off your morning and get it kicked off with, um, you know, rather than diving into uh, the rabbit hole of Twitter about, you know, all sorts of stuff that's going to piss you off in the morning. Uh, it's better to join something like this that's inspirational, that you're going to hear from real people uh, who are getting big-time results and have a bit to share. So uh, we've got an awesome guest today. I'm excited to bring on Dan uh, from Utah. Dan, what's going on? Yeah. Just uh, trying to wake up. Still a little early for me, I guess. Early for you too, but uh, still a little early. Yeah, I'm kind of a, I'm decently a morning person. I spent so many years working in coffee that I, I just I never stopped waking up early. I think, but um, yeah, cool. So you're in Utah. Tell us a little bit about. Well, just bring us into your world a little bit. Um, so you're in you're in tech. Sorry, I've got a psycho. Yeah. Uh, Tell us a little bit about you and your, you know, your journey to coming into online marketing because it's not really your style. You're more of a tech yeah. guy. Tell us a little bit about you yeah. and your journey. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, I've been in tech basically since I was 16, been doing programming and IT work and, you know, the weird gremlin guy in the corner, you know, uh, in a dark room typing odd things that no one knows about. Um, and I guess a few years ago, um, you know, I kind of had some shifts in my career. I was part of the sales organization, helping them sell. And um, I realized that, uh, you know, I kind of like making a little bit more money, made a little bit more money in sales um, and started getting interested in starting my own business. And about two years ago, um, my son was born premature via emergency C-section and um, hospital bills started stacking up. Right, I have a really good job. My wife works for the hospital. She's a nurse. Um, but even after all of that, we had just tons and tons of bills. And I decided, you know, I, I really need another, another way to make money. I need to make more money. I need to figure this out. So I started looking online, um, looking for a way to make some extra money. Uh, you know, I'd tried things before, 
um, found affiliate marketing and started trying to figure it out, right? It's a classic story that Dave tells you go, on YouTube. Everyone has conflicting information. We're finding some old training program where they say, hell, the only way to make affiliate marketing money is uh, start a blog and sell stuff on Amazon or sell Amazon stuff for a dollar a piece every single time, right? So I struggled with that for 18 months, uh, you know, almost two years until uh, I think I saw, uh, you know, somebody on TikTok talking about legendary marketer went on, saw the the intro video and, you know, it, it kind of opened my eyes to the possibilities and, you know, it's it like it clicked for me. Cool. That's super cool. The, um, I'm so curious, like during that 18 months that you were like buying court, were you buying courses, going through stuff, trying to set up some blog and tech and stuff? And like, what was that like? What, what kinds of stuff were you into or what was that journey like? Cause it's very disorienting. I went through that too. It's, it's like super yeah. disorienting. Cause you're like, <laughs> Is this really the thing? Is this the really thing? Yeah. Yeah. So it really did start with just conflicting info on YouTube. And then I found what looked like a really good course. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I took this course and I read through the whole thing. And it's like, um, I don't know. It just seemed, I, I didn't realize how old school it was. It was honestly, I think it was a five or six, maybe even seven year old course that uh, I had gotten looped into. And yeah, it, it was just, it was super duper frustrating, I guess, right? Because I'm not a big writer. Um, I can write a story here or there, but it was like, hey, you need to write a thousand, uh, thousand word article three times a week for six months, and you might get some traffic here or there and get some stuff, get some stuff right. So I was cranking out articles. I was trying to learn stuff and become a subject matter expert on these things to try and get some commissions on stuff. And really, it was just an exercise in futility. I don't think I, had, I, th I don't think I got a single affiliate uh, sale in that whole in that whole process of doing the blog i think i got one accidentally on twitter on like money twitter one day you know but other than that it was it was you know just just nothing right total futility yeah i had the same experience i mean i don't actually know if i like purchased courses on blogging and stuff or what that was exactly but i had you know basically the exact same thing happen where i was you know i was deep into the whole like um, I was so deep into blogging. I had my own blog. I even created a blogging course because I was able to, uh, rank pages on, um, Google so quickly way back in the day, 10 years ago, but it was all so slow. And even the lead flow and sales that came from that, it was like maybe, maybe a lead or two a day or something. Right. Um, yeah. um, and you know, but it was, it, it was worth it for me because I had such a high ticket product. But anyway, I feel like that process is so it's, it's just like crawling, you know what I mean? And for a lot of people, that's really like, if you started 10 years ago, that's what you should have expected is that kind of growth, that kind of slow methodical, like, Hey, we're really growing something here. Um, nowadays I, I feel like, you know, so fast forward 18 months and you find legendary in October. Um, nowadays it's much different. Uh, so you've grown a channel to 12,000 really quickly. Um, and you're using some good email marketing and stuff. What I'm just so curious what that process of switching over to TikTok was like, did you have any internal, like, Oh geez, am I really going to do this? Or was it pretty? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, it, it was a massive struggle. I mean, and just making you know videos, right? Like in general, I'm not 
uh, a super comfortable in front of the camera kind of guy, right? Like I, like I said, I was the gremlin in the back room, right, for for the longest time at work, and so you know, I, I went through the course, and I I went through. I was like, man, this makes so much sense. The whole high ticket thing, the whole email afterwards, and then it was, you know, and and the best way to do it is is to promote your own name, right? Have your own personal brand, and get on TikTok, get on Facebook, get on these things, and present yourself, right? And so it was this internal battle, honestly, for a month probably after I finished the finish the courses to just convince myself, like, how can I do this with, without, without doing this? Right. How can I do it without doing it? And, and I really just kind of had to commit and say, you know, there's only one way to do it and that's to just do it. Stop trying to stop trying to get around it or get away from it. Just dive in uh, head on. And that's what, what I had to end up doing. Cool. That's awesome. And I, you know, I always notice when people get sort of, big results on TikTok. Like you had a couple videos go super viral. Um or at least one video go super viral and then you posted it again. What was the thought process there? On the virality or the posting it again or Yeah, just posting it twice. Um I actually think that on one of the TikTok courses uh within Legendary, um you guys used some examples of some super successful marketers who had a super successful <laughs> video waited at least two weeks and then posted another one. Um, right. And, and, you know, the TikTok had that, uh, you know, like, oh, year in review kind of program where they were encouraging you to repost your videos. And so I thought it's a perfect opportunity to just post it again and go for it. Yeah, totally. Was So for you, because at one point it got 892,000. And then the the second time you posted that, you've got, um, you got uh, 52,000? Does that sound right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, that sounds right. That's, I mean, that's your second most watched video ever. My guess is from those two videos, like that's a majority of your 10,000 or your 12,000 followers. Yeah, a, a massive number. And then right, a couple of the, couple of the comments on it, right? So I had read some strategies about uh, what I think someone called a comment circling, where mm -hmm. you have a viral video and then you do video replies within that so that uh, your comments and then it kind of circles back on itself. So, yeah, I think most of, I think really four videos is where most of my, you know, big chunks of followers came from because I had one to go viral and I tried to optimize it as it happened. Yep. That's perfect. I, I think between that and going live are probably the two best things that anybody can do when you get a video that goes to 800, 900,000 views. Like that is a great time to immediately run to the live button and hop on live because so many people are discovering you, right? So it's like, wow, who's this guy? That was an interesting video. And then it's like, oh my God, Dan's live. Like, let's hop on a live with this guy. Let's see what's going on. Yeah. Um, and all, through all that, you're, you still have a full-time job, right? Yep. I have a full-time job and my wife actually works nights and weekends. And so Jeez. Uh, I'm nights and weekends. I'm a full-time dad until they go to until they go to bed, then I can work on my uh, my business. So. How many kids do you have? Uh, just two. Okay, cool. But, uh, they're, but they're what, like uh, two and four or five? So Jeez. the handful. Jeez, that's crazy. That's super cool. So you're, you're, you mentioned a little bit about how, so you've got sort of a virality aspect on TikTok, which is driving lead flow on the front end. So front end lead flow, a lot of it's being pushed through social media. And then after they're in your world and after they're in your atmosphere, um, you're, you're doing follow-up via email. What have you learned about following up with people via email and what, what's that been like? 
Yeah. Um, kind of the super interesting thing is I kind of thought email was dead. Right. And I, I always saw that kind of thing. Right. And, you know, people are like, oh, you can't, you can't do this via email. Um, every single high ticket uh, purchase I've had, ha or high ticket affiliate sale I've had has been through an email campaign. They were someone who came into my funnel. They didn't necessarily purchase right off the bat, but they uh, got an email, a follow-up email um, that I had in my campaign and then came through and ended up, you know, purchasing, purchasing something, right? And so, um, yeah, I, I've just seen a lot of success with my email campaign and and I had to do a lot of optimization on my email campaign too, right? I think when I first started, I thought, okay, this is just copy paste, right? And I, I, you know, I, at first that was okay. I was getting a little bit of success. And as I looked more and more at it, I, I realized, you know, I need to personalize every single one of these emails. I need to even intersperse my own story. I think uh, there's a course, there's a, a storytelling course um, that uh, that Dave has that uh, just another one of those eye openers right it's like all, all these legend all the legendary training is like every single time i watch something it's like oh, eye opening right some yeah. strategy i didn't understand didn't 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 think about and so after i watched some of those storytelling videos from dave i started intermixing my own personal story just throughout the campaign and mm -hmm. i think it, it got people to get to know me a little bit better had a lot higher engagement on my emails and a lot more success yeah, that's cool. Uh, we always talk about in uh, a legendary. We always talk about how, um, well, we're always asking asking ourselves what are the what are the big levers that we can pull um, to make the biggest impact. So, like with email marketing, you know, if you can if you can increase your open rates from three percent to eighteen percent, like that's a six x improvement. And all you did likely was change something with your headline or change something with the subject line or something. Right. And totally I think what you said there is really helpful for people in that copy and paste in the beginning, give me some templates, give me some scripts, whatever. And then, and then longer term, as you get in 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, however long it takes you is fine. But as you get into it, you've really got to optimize those to, you and to to what matters to you whether it's your story or whether it's you do a more sort of reporting style like like uh a lot of times when people haven't had success in in let's take the make money online or wealth or relationships niche or something but they feel passionate about it a lot of times what will happen is they they get imposter syndrome and they feel like well i can't like optimize my emails because I, I haven't done anything but getting in, even getting into a reporter style voice where you're like just reporting on people who have had success with XYZ product, it makes it a lot easier because now you're just like, oh, I'm a journalist for the New York Times. Here we go. You know, and I'm, now I'm just going to type out like, hey, have you heard about this guy, you know, Aaron yet? Like, here's his story. You know, here's his experience. And then it's just like, oh, cool. This is awesome. You know, so I, I think people underrate that a lot and it's a skill where if you build that skill, you can, okay, so now I can increase the open rates, but then once people actually get into the emails, there's a bit more meat and substance there for them to, to chew on and to really dig into. And it makes sense to me why, why uh, most of your high ticket sales have come from that, because those are people who, who didn't just maybe click and, and run through and purchase and, and just start going into it and they're just kind of frantically looking around right and that's not all people but it can be some people 
And then in your case, you've got people who have gone through your funnel, maybe took a look, took a peek, and then went into their inbox and they're like, oh, I remember that guy, Dan, okay. And now they're really diving deep. And they, there's a sense of attachment. I think I think of it in terms of, of attachment, which is a psychology term. Um, <clears throat> they start to become attached to you, to your journey. They start, they begin to trust the process more. I think, which is a really big thing. Um, and that's cool that you're seeing success with that. What's, are, do you have any? Do you have any uh, from the email marketing angles? Do you have any tips or advice that you would give to people? What specifically have you done to sort of increase that engagement? Um, well, the first thing that I did that actually I saw the first marked improvement was I actually just added a picture of myself um, to <laughs> nice. my emails. Right? So like, simple. <laughs> like just, I, 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 you know, and honestly, a lot of it was I, I, I started, I, I subscribed to a lot of other legendary marketer, marketers and other affiliate marketers. And I started just reading all of their emails. And I saw the people that, that I could just, it seemed like they were having success based on what I saw on their social media they all have a picture of themselves in their email. So that's the very first thing that I did. And it instantly like doubled my open rate. Um, so yeah, I mean, just make it seem like it's you, right? I, I think, you know, like the whole attachment thing, like people don't buy stuff um, from a stranger. They want to buy something from, even if it's the same product, the same pitch, if they know someone, they're going to buy it, right? So yep. I, think, I think that was just making it more personal. Yeah. My picture, stuff like that. That's <laughs> a really good gold nugget too, because it's a, uh... It's uh, you're just like you're you're doing this swipe file thing that we tell people to do all the time, which is just like, hey, just get on as you know, don't not for the sake of purchasing, but get on as many people's lists in your niche as possible. And what are they saying? What are they doing? What's their voice? What are they? What are their angles? How do they present this to people? Like it's just a, it's a, such a basic, um it's such a basic, but very smart approach to, especially because you can leverage, um, you can leverage so much of your time by not sort of like sitting on YouTube and, and YouTubing, like, how do I help? Uh, how do I make my email marketing convert better? You know, it's like, well, this person's going to answer your question for a specific niche that probably won't fit your niche. So go to the people who are dominating your niche and see what's working. And then, what you can really do is you can take and you can figure out how do I even beat them? Like, how do I get even better? It's just a research and development, right? Like if I was starting a pizza shop, I'd go to every pizza shop in the entire city. I, I would take very specific notes. In fact, I met uh, a young couple who owns a coffee shop here in Phoenix and they said, you know what we do every single month? We, we drive to Los Angeles and we hit a, hit, uh, we stay there for one day, stay overnight, come back the next day. And we hit up about 10 coffee shops uh, that day that we get there. And we just pop around to them and we sit for about an hour and we take notes all day long. And we take notes on everything that's working. Here's what's stupid. Here's what's great. Here's a painting idea. Here's a lighting idea. And they just make their coffee shop better and better and better. But they're bringing a taste and a flavor of... Um, of, of Los Angeles here to Phoenix, which is a little bit more modern. It's a little bit more, I mean, LA is a little bit more modern and a little bit more upscale. And so they do really well because they bring all of these elements and they've studied them and they create this swipe file. They take photos, they create this swipe file of ideas 
So they're like, well, now let's look at like getting some new furniture. What were the, what was some of the favorite furniture that we saw in these shops? And then they can ask the owner of that company, Hey, where did you, where'd you get those chairs in your coffee shop? Those are really cool. Where, where do you guys get those? And the same thing is true here, both with content, both with email marketing, like you're saying, you can get into these, you can get into these email sequences and you're like, damn, that's smart. That was so savvy or all oh, that. The email subject line, that was so smart. And a lot of times people feel like they're inventing the wheel, but you don't have to, you don't have to try to invent the wheel here. You just have to simply find what's already working and that will get you your start. Then maybe as you develop skills and you start to think outside the box because you're comfortable, then maybe you step into a place where you create totally unique, totally brand new ideas. But for the most part, there's nothing new under the sun. I mean, there's millions of affiliate marketers out there who've been doing this for over a decade, way over a decade. And there's enough marketing material out there and smart, cool angles that you don't really have to get that creative. You just have to follow direct response marketing for the most part. Um, what's, what's your take? I mean, how many emails do you have? Do you have automated emails that go out? How many emails do you have set up? Um, so I have a couple different, um, campaigns that I move people. I manually move people to, between campaigns based on a couple of factors. Um, I think in total, I maybe have like 25 set up, um, mixing various offers, um, cool, that's various awesome. make money online niche offers. Yes. Um, but yeah, a, a lot of those emails are, you know, they're, they're, they're the mutant children of a couple different affiliate marketers that I saw <laughs> on, on, on actually this show. Right, wake up legendary. Yeah. I watch these people that are having success and I find them on TikTok and I subscribe and then I read their emails and I exactly what you said, right? Is it's it's not reinventing the wheel, it's just maybe adding a you know, a racing stripe on there or something, right? <laughs> right. Like some white white um white walls, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. nice. That's cool. I, uh, I, we were just chatting the other day with, um, or I was just emailing the other day with, uh, a guy who just recently hit platinum affiliate with us. And, um, and I was like, man, I'm so curious. You've had such a huge last like month. And he was like, dude, I've been, I've been at this for over a year. And basically for the last year, I've been kind of ignoring my email list. He's got well over 10,000 people on his email list. And, uh, he just, you know, he's been creating content and stuff, but he was like, you know what? I'm just, I think I'm sitting on a gold mine. And he did the same thing is he, he started moving from those scripts to developing his own email marketing, his own voice, his own messaging in that. And dude, his results are huge. I mean, just with us alone as an affiliate, he said six figures, but, um, you know, a lot of that has come in the last 30 days where he's just exploded and all that list that was sitting there kind of underutilized, kind of forgotten about. He's like, you know what, let me just blast out. And it just exploded, um, which was really, really cool. And I think people underrate that a lot. Yes. Do I think that text message marketing has a place, of course, but I think people are really underrating that, um, basically, you know, that element of, um, email marketing and, and getting into people's inbox and then setting yourself apart from all the other nonsense that people get in their email inbox every single day. 
because people are now so conditioned to just archive or delete all their email as soon as it comes in there. Um, what, what, um, for, for people, I'm curious for people who are newer to, to the game, you're part of our blueprints community too. For people who are newer to affiliate marketing and, um, now you're an affiliate of our company as well. So just full disclaimer there, but, um, for people who are newer to our company and newer to this whole affiliate marketing thing, um, what would you say to them or what do you say to some of those people who email you back and are like, Hey, I don't know. This seems I, I'm just nervous. Like it's, it's weird to buy a course online. I'm not used to that. Like, uh, this, this seems a little bit like it's, it's out of my wheelhouse. What would you say to those people? I mean, a lot of it's just, it was out of my wheelhouse too. Right. Like it was, it's one of those things that it's like, it is a little bit weird and it's a little bit scary at first, if it's something you don't understand. Um, but it's, you know, again, that's where I think it comes back for me, at least to my story. Right. It's like, I, I was kind of scared at first too. Right. I didn't know what I was doing at first too. And I did make the mistake of diving in to maybe the wrong things, right. Without, without guidance, without someone telling me what to do. And so, you know, I think a lot of it's like, hey, you know, this, this is a proven system. There are thousands of people that this works for, and there's a massive community of people. I think that's another piece of it too, is those other YouTube videos and courses that I took, um, there was a community there, but, but not really, right? You couldn't yeah. actually ask anyone any questions. And that's another, you know, major thing I love about Legendary is, um, you know, there's several Facebook groups and all different levels of questions and people with levels of success. And you can ask any question from the basics of the mechanics of getting things set up to, you know, what's your, what's your content strategy. And there's always somebody there to jump in and, and help you. Right. So it's, it's, kind of, it's just kind of that reassuring. It's like, it's scary, but you have support. Yeah, totally. I think, um, there's a lot of courses out there. There's a lot of, uh, you know, gurus out there, whatever. But, um, you, yeah, we've got 40,000 people or something in our Facebook group. I think 41,000 or something. There's a lot of people it's, it's reviewed as 4.9 out of five stars for a reason on Facebook. Um, at the, there's a lot of different places you could review stuff, but yeah, just of that community alone, um, there, if, if it was, you know, really like a, a big time scam or something like you would know, you would hear about it everywhere. Um, but for the most part, our community is, is very friendly and we embrace the, the, the newbies. We don't like to call people newbies, but we embrace the noobs, you know, and, uh, yeah. and, and there's a lot of help. There's a lot of support, even people who email me and I'm like, you know, I'll respond to them pretty quick. Um, um, and we've got a, yeah, we've just, I think the, I think that's, I think you're right. I think that one really underrated piece of this particular experience, I'll call it like an experience or program is the element of having, um, yeah, the element of having really quality people. And I think we've got lucky, but I think we also put it out into the marketplace and have attracted a lot of people like that, like you and just a ton of people who are part of our community who you know, when they get an email from somebody in a lot of other worlds, people are like, who is this joker? Like, get away from me, dude. Um, and in our world, it's like, yeah, I can help. No problem. We've got a lot of people who get a lot of value and self-worth from helping others, which is really cool. 
Yeah, I would say that the the you know the way you guys run the Facebook groups and moderate the whole organization is it's like a spirit of collaboration for sure. Like no one's no one's smacking each other down or you know like hey stay in your lane kind of thing. It's like hey man, I started somewhere too. Like uh, you know we're, we're I, I feel like everyone's jumping in to say like hey I'll help you. You know no yeah. questions asked. So totally. Well, cool. Is this the uh, is this the best place for people to follow you? Yes, that's my cool. primary TikTok. Yep. Sweet. I love it. Um, well, Dan, thanks for everything. We're going to get people to go give you a follow and, and send you a little okay. message of inspiration today. But thanks for everything. Thanks for sharing some secrets on email marketing, a little strategy there. And um, if you ever need anything, hit us up. We'd love to chat in a couple months and just see where you're at and catch up. Sounds great. Cool. Thanks, Dan. All right. Thanks. All right, guys. So, you know, a big part of why we bring people onto the show is we want you to go follow them. So you can see Dan is on TikTok, D-A-N-T-O-P-I-A, and then the number one. So Dan Topia one. Um, go give him a follow. And then, uh, you know, also just comment on one of his most recent videos. Say, hey, saw you on Wake Up Legendary, right? Or, hey, I really liked... Um, uh, what you said about XYZ on Wake Up Legendary and maybe rewatch this, get a, get a little bit of a tip or get a good gold nugget about, you know, how do I get inspiration from email marketing? Um, but give Dan a little follow and heck, go opt into his list and look at what he's doing in his emails, right? So here, if you're a marketer, check this out. If you're a marketer and somebody comes on a show and says, you know, I've started to get really good results from my email marketing. There's a hint, right? Okay. If, if he's getting good results from his email marketing and he just revealed that, right? Yes, you can listen to the words he says on this, but you know what a good marketer does? They go dive through this dude's funnel and they go look at everything he's doing and they read his emails every single day and they study it and they say, well, what's he really doing, right? And become a good student of marketing, okay? So back here tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern, uh, everybody have a good rest of your Monday and we'll be back here again. Same time, same place on Facebook, uh, legendary marketer official on Facebook. We'll be back here at 10 a.m. Eastern.